Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally-owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived. They go home to SummerSlam, and by proxy now, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. I, damn, I just want to call it TakeOver Brooklyn Weekend instead of SummerSlam Weekend. <laughs> like, is there a better show for the money all weekend long? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I don't even know what money is, so whatever, man. But y- Yes, you do. What? Spend all that cash going to San Francisco to see Carly Rae Jepsen. You know what money is. Uh, it was is. great. It was the best ever. I'm I'm jealous. I'm sure it was. But then again, I'm in New York and I get to go to all these things this weekend and you can suck it in Los Angeles. I saw Carly Rae Jepsen on the 500 cap club. I'm good, baby. At what? What club? Uh, in a 500 cap club at the, at, at the independent. Jesus. Regardless, 
Welcome to Top 5, the weekly podcast where we go over our objective top five things that have happened in wrestling this past week, uh, which for those nerds keeping track, which up was August 9th through August 15th. Uh, I am your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com Senior News Producer James McKenna, and with me as always, Mr. Kevin Silva. Kevin, how the hell are you? You know, I'm doing pretty all right. Uh, work was a, was a bastard today, but you know, other than that, uh, I was looking forward to you know, see it, look in your face through my, my laptop and, you know, talking about stupid things like, uh, things that we love and, uh, the wrestles. All of the wrestling. How um, was your day? It wasn't, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Not, not much. I watched upgrade. Great film. I, I enjoyed it. Some people might have some things that were, uh, not so savory to say about it. The ratings over on tomatoes were, a bit iffy, but overall, I really like the film. It's my review. I just, Decent. I just don't understand like what people are expecting from a, when they see that trailer and they're like, "Well, I mean, it's a uh, it wasn't as like it's, it's it looks like a crazy kick ass movie. Like it looks I, brutal." I mean, the end of the trailer is a guy getting his head split open like a Pez dispenser. You know, you kind of. I know. You kind of know what you're easing yourself into on that one. Exactly. Something great. Uh, regardless, we have another five things to go over this week. Uh, a list, some might say, of five things uh, that really kind of impressed us over the past week in wrestling. Uh, and if anything, I'd like to start it off with number five. That sound good to everyone? What? Five? Five. Who knew? We're going to start on number five? Crazy. Five. I could start on three, but I feel like I need five. Uh, regard with that, we're gonna stay. Uh, we're in NXT to begin this off, uh, and this is kind of a, a full match, but kind of the rivalry heading into NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Uh, the match was Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah. Fantastic! Uh, I got a lot of enjoyment out of the match itself. First of all, the pre-match really, really loved Shayna Baszler giving Aaliyah tips being like, Oh, this is like, she's going to do her elbow drop thing. Like you need to watch out for this stuff. Uh, I want to see more heels being like, Hey, beat this person up. So they're softened up for me this week. Yeah. I, I feel like, we, I feel like we only really see that really coming from like the Miz in the past, like a couple years, like him, like being like, Oh, you need to like work on this person and soften them up. But uh, it's nice to see Shana take that, take that role. Exactly. And then we get into the match. Kyrie saying not the pirate princess, not necessarily known for her killer instinct. Uh, definitely. Uh, they made her seem very mean this week. Very oh, mean. vicious. Uh, homegirl vicious dropped up. three insane elbows from the top. Uh, she went well, macho. Yeah, man. That was four. I thought it was four. I thought it was three. Um, All right. Well, three and a half. So I agree to disagree. It was three. She, she dropped these crazy elbows time after time. Some might say insane elbows, which is the name of the move. Insane elbows, and um, it was it was crazy. This it was insane to see, and uh, and I don't know. I, I liked the idea of getting to see Aaliyah out there again. She hasn't been really uh, put in the forefront on TV so so much recently. I mean, I kind of, I kind of felt bad cause I do want to see Aaliyah in a larger context. Uh, that being said, uh, as soon as you were like, Oh, it's Aaliyah versus Kyrie saying, you knew this was not a battle. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. And, but, uh, it was what I liked about the match so much is that not even the elbows. 
it was that Kyrie was just showing off that like, oh, you could do submissions, so can I. And that brutal submission that she did at the end was wild. It looked yeah. so so dirty. Uh, she broke out the stretch muffler pretty early on in the match. Uh, yeah, the submission at the submission so at the awful. end was nasty as hell. Uh, Kyrie Sane busting out the uh, pyrotechnics for the uh, the big match on Saturday. Which pyrotechnics? Fuck you! God damn it! (laughs) I can't stand you, Jesus. Uh, But it's it's a side of her. I I really like Kyrie saying I want to like the character more, but there is a very just like, what is the purpose of Pirate Princess? Like everyone else is here to like fight, and you 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 bring a wagon wheel and a telescope to the ring. Uh, It's it's a ship's wheel. uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, James, James. By the way, uh, James, 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 James. Yes, James. What? Um, what's a pirate's favorite letter? I'm fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what? You had to pause the podcast for that. That's what's what a you, pirate's favorite letter? Uh, it would be F, and then the letter U. <laughs> <laughs> Some. Some may think it's the R, but my heart belongs to the C. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, Yarr. I just want to make you aware that this is Kevin's last podcast. <laughs> I will be replacing him with a sentient can of Campbell's soup. Um, <laughs> it's just going to sit there and say, yep, and it's going to be five times better. So excited. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Um, no more pirate jokes. I ban them. For I mean, I had to. Uh, I had to. <laughs> uh, no, but the match itself was, it again, wasn't anything crazy. It's more about the storyline heading into right. uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Real excited for the match. But beforehand, it was, to me, the weakest match on the card. Uh, and now it's definitely like to be truthfully honest, EC3 Velveteen's dropped to the bottom, which is saying a lot because that one's oh, gonna yeah. be fire anyways. Uh, and that one's moved definitely higher up on the rankings than before. Uh, just because Kyrie wasn't giving me that like killer edge before, this has been found uh, in the final episode of NXT before this show. Very excited to see what happens Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely exciting. Uh... And it is crazy to think that EC3 Valentine is the lowest on the, on the excitement level there. But and how that fucked just, up is that? But that's just to show how exciting NXT like takeovers are. And then that's not taking anything away from Velveteen and EC3. Uh, but I, I mean, when you put Velveteen in a match, regardless of who he's going against, he tends to bring it out in them. So it's going to be a sneaker, uh, like a, uh, like it's going to be a little, little assassin in there, just sneaking up on us, ready to attack. But uh, it is the least exciting one on the on the card, which is, I mean, but it's also very exciting, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. That's the insane part: is you break down the entire card, and you're like, oh wait, EC3 and Velveteen's the lowest match. Well, there's got to be something lower. They're doing Mustache Mountain versus uh, Undisputed Era. There's Cole versus Rick. I'm going to lose it for Cole Ricochet. Oh, yeah. That, that match is going to be bonkers. The last man standing match between Gargano and Ciampa, which is going to be someone might die. I'm assuming someone will. 
Yeah, I mean, why, I mean, sure. Uh, and then now Shayna Sane, which was again before this the lowest match on the card because of for me anyways uh because of the storyline heading into it but now now i'm psyched for it like this is oh, gonna yeah. be a giant match for me uh, so very excited uh i don't know that's all i gotta say about that one you want to move on to uh, number four sure let's do it you, you want to kick off number four for us kevin Four, oh, yeah, four, 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 four. Uh, number four. We are uh, we're going over to Thursday nights in the Impact Zone. Uh, well, the Impact Zone on the road, uh, and we have Matt. But they're still in Toronto, right? They're still in it's Toronto. Still Toronto, it's Toronto. Yeah, they still refer to it as uh, the Impact Zone is a feeling more so than a place. So I like. It's, it's, can, it's I want them to have Impact Zone North and like really start branching out. I it, it wouldn't be a bad idea. It yeah. would not be a bad deal. But we have Matt Seidel with his third eye versus Pentagon Jr. And that match was was bonkers. It was gnarly. Pentagon is a scary motherfucker. We said it last oh my week. God. I, He's terrifying. Every time I see him, I'm like, I am not scared of any wrestler. And Pentagon legitimately freaks me out. Like, it's, it's, you look like a murderer. Oh, yeah. He's definitely one of those guys that's terrifying. But uh, there are those times, like, if you go to a, a show that he's on and he's out slinging his own shirts, it's a little less terrifying. And I'm just like, I kind of wish he didn't have to sell merch because I always want to feel like he's going to kill me. That I mean, it's true. But at the same time, you still have to approach that man. Like, I know he's just a man. Uh, but like everyone else, like I've been in front of many wrestlers before and many many big or like evil looking wrestlers and they're fine. And there's something about Pentagon that when you stand in front of him, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, he's scary. He is worrisome. Uh, Matt Seidel, not as worrisome, but still <laughs> overwhelmingly talented. He's made a few of these lists pretty frequently for us just because he has a tendency to rip out constantly good matches for no apparent oh, yeah. reason. It's he's just such a talented guy, and it's it's sad knowing that he you know screwed himself over from being able to really show it off in Japan any longer. But um, Japan I mean, or WWE, WWE won't touch him. So right, I mean, you can't really work for a company that flies over to Japan and work has a you know has shows out there when you can't even enter the country, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, he's, he's phenomenal, dude. He's, I, I love Matt Seidel and I like this whole cocky attitude that he's got as, as this, uh, hippie, uh, this, like, he's kind of like a, a more vamped up version of what Juice Robinson was when he was in NXT. Oh, and, entirely. And but it's just it, like, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it, what was CJ Parker, right? Yeah, it was CJ Parker, and his entire thing was like pick up trash. Like, if, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was like he'd have signs with them being like protect the earth, and it was like, oh, okay, a hippie gimmick, but like a very shittily done hippie gimmick. Uh, whereas Matt What's Seidel, up? Matt Seidel, legit is just like I smoke a lot of weed, and I I think I think I can see through your soul, and like that's Ayahuasca. his character. Ayahuasca. Uh, and it's very interesting to watch that dude actually cut pro because each time he cuts a promo, it's very just like the fuck are you talking about. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's a character, but I mean, that match was was pretty crazy. I, I urge anybody go out of your way, watch these matches on Impact. These they're they are these are if you're looking for quality wrestling matches, you're gonna see them on the Impact Zone. I mean, you're, you're gonna see them on a lot of shows, but uh, that being said, I understand. It, it, but I'm well, saying there's great matches in Impact. It, it's more so if you have another what's it hour, two hours. Uh, two hours. Yeah, if you got another two hours to spare, uh, it's it's worth a go around. There's at least I would argue a quarter to half the program constantly since I've started watching a few weeks ago that have been really on point. Sure, um, and, and that's it's definitely like uh, people will be like, "Oh, well, that doesn't sound like too much." But if you're talking about what you're watching on, if you're saying that you're watching maybe like a, a a third of that is good, I mean that's that's not you know, a good batting average either. So yeah, no, not at all. Uh, but obviously with WWE, uh, like, cause I'm the same way. Like if you put a gun to my head and you're like, what are you going to watch raw or impact? I- I'm going to pick raw. I'm more familiar oh, with sure, the sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So it, for me, it's an extra, extra time thing. Like I, I, I will be 100% honest. I do not watch all of impact. I skim through. And when there's something interesting, I stop. Um, there's still a few people I don't know what they do. Um, I paused <laughs> once for uh, like it landed on like a Scarlet Bordeaux promo, uh, uh-huh. and I was like, I don't know this character. Skip, 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 skip. Uh, oh, Sue Young's here, great. And then I watched that, and it's like, so it's something that I'm gonna kind of ease my way into over time. I want more impact in my life. Uh, glad they make it accept- as accept- accessible as they do so far. Right, right, absolutely. I, I'm, I 100% feel the same way. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, Impact, great. Watch Impact. I'm going to end it on that one. Watch Impact. <laughs> <laughs> very emphatic. Uh, that would bring us to number three, and I'm very excited for number three. Because number three is technically should have been last week's episode, but it beat airtime. It happened on Wednesday night. and te- So technically we're cheating on this one. But it's a podcast and it's a list about wrestling. So who the fuck cares? We're just adding it in because it was great. Uh, well, hey, it, they didn't really co- they didn't really cover it until this week. So and it, very true. Uh, not until Thursday, but when's this technically happened Wednesday night? Uh, and NXT did a who shot Mister Burns. Someone <laughs> jumped. Someone jumped Alistair, and no one knows who the fuck it is. And it's awesome because they did. My favorite, favorite goddamn thing about this is uh, WWE put out the video where it shows uh, Alistair being down on the ground. And it shows, like, Tucker Knight notice, like, filming and, like, Rick Shiz getting into a car and Adam Cole's driving off. And that could have been the end of it. And they could have just been like, oh, this is it. Instead, they did a – the next day, they are like, oh, we found another camera angle. And then broke down who they saw in the video – and they're Dude, like, oh, in the distance is Lars Sullivan walking away. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? What? There, wow. there, there's, there's Velvet, Velveteen Dream looking upset. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is because obviously no one knows when Alistair is coming back exactly. No one knows what they want to do storyline-wise. There's a lot of open ends. And <laughs> goddamn, so- if this is not a great way... Um, 
I mean, dare I say, and I don't want to like put my foot in my mouth for saying this, there hasn't been something that caused this much controversy. I don't want to say controversy. That's too harsh of a word. But it's so much of a mystery of like a whodunit since Austin was hit by a car. Hopefully slightly larger payoff. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you Let's know what? I, I actually hope this was Rikishi too. Let's just say that. Can you imagine if Rikishi assaulted Alistair Black in the parking lot? How fucking incredible that would be! Uh, it's. I hope so. Now, you you've now you've now definitely made me want that to be the thing. I did it for the Rock. Oh, this one too, really. Uh, it, no, it's it's one of those things that it's very interesting as far as where they can go with this. Obviously, as we stated before. Um, the other thing too that this kind of curves into is the uh, the entire thing that Champa and Gargano is now a last man standing, which is right. Oof, mind blown. That match, someone's going to die. Alistair, did you already say that? Huh? Did you already say that? I probably did. I, I may have before. <laughs> Who knows? We were chatting a little bit before the podcast started. I may have said then. I might have said it during recording. Who cares? We're going to repeat a lot Whatever. of things. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, no, there's a laundry list. Of, who do you think did it? Who do you think is going to be the culprit when all is said and done with this? Give give Cassius Ono something. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, give him something. But didn't he already have a run with Black? Was that just me? Am I am I imagining that Chris Hero did something with Black? Or I mean, they were attacking him on the Independence, but. They were, uh, but they didn't might. they didn't they have a program in NXT where it was like, oh, I can beat you, and then he he couldn't, obviously. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's just him getting his come up, like you know, getting his comeuppance. It could be. Uh, a lot of people were saying Lars Sullivan. I don't want it to be Lars Sullivan because they already no. had a program. No thanks. Yeah, no. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I I kind of want it to be Shayna for no reason. <laughs> I would love it if Shayna just, just took out Aleister Black. It was just, you fuck it. I don't care. I, I'm into it. Let's do it. Let's like have Shayna gr- just going around beating everyone up. Yeah. No, that's my thought process with it exactly. Is Shayna just showed up and was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hurt this guy. Just a monster. I mean, like, because what, what happened to Aleister? Didn't his... uh sad area get rid of ripped open or something like that sad area <laughs> I'm an sad adult. Area. mainly because i don't want to say the actual injury out loud because that just hurts me inside a groin injury he got nutted which is not great it's a groin injury a groin injury but a groin injury involving a tear that's there, is that what it was yeah oh yeah because you can have groin pulls and that that's not fine but when something well, like right there. yeah, that's that's a little bit more cringy. Well, yes, yeah. it's like a groin. Mu- it's a muscle. It's not like his dick got torn off. Like maybe it did. Who knows with Shayna? <laughs> it could be anything. Queen of Spades. She's a uh, she's she's vicious. Yeah, we'll find out Sunday. This is gonna be there's gonna be a lot of stuff. I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> But you never said who you who you thought it's going to be. 
you're alive. I, I, I would want it to be Cassius Ono. You want it to be Cassius Ono. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'm I want still- it to be Cassius Ono and for them to be like, stop wearing so many layers. <laughs> I, I thought, I th- honestly, because of your fandom form, I thought you're going to go the route I'm going with. Uh, I think it's the Germans. I mean, that'd be awesome. I would love for that to be, but it seems a little rushed. I don't know for him. Well, I mean, it could be a little rushed, but it's a new program. It gets him out of the title scene for a minute. Uh, gives them a big buildup for ring comp. Um, for like no reason too. like, if you're looking for two guys on the roster um, who just for no reason would probably do something, uh, one of them's probably Marcel Barthel right now. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's, that's true. Um, but also I was uh, kind of leaning towards the idea of uh, being like the, the, the all American trio that they have there awaiting that they showed on TV that have not been introduced on TV yet. Um, Cutler with, uh, What's his name from Jackson Sutter or whatever? Yeah, those guys. And and Um, which one's there? The Blake. Oh yeah, uh, Blake. Yeah, Wesley Blake. Blake? Gotta love it. Uh, They could. I felt like that one was a bit too obvious. I I feel like they're gonna curveball this a little bit because like just having other white guys with tattoos would be a bit weird. (laughs) It's Candace. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, who shot Mr. Burns? Who knows? It's probably just Maggie, and then <laughs> Maggie yeah, shot anyone, Alistair. I mean, did anybody really pay attention to what what where his arms were pointing on the clock? I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> That's a good point. We need to bring up uh, diagrams and uh, graphics. See, this needs to be a video podcast. We can we can break down this mystery. I'm sure someone's already <laughs> done it. I don't care. Uh, if any, like that was a fantastic one. Uh, should we move on to number two? Yes, we should. And uh, number two brings us to a program that's been eight years in the making. It's Daniel Bryan and the Miz, but not just the rivalry, the incredible job that the package team for WWE has done with telling their story in a three part series, uh, as a retrospective on this whole rivalry. It's been, it was amazing. I really liked it a lot. Damned if if Kevin Dunn can just like step the fuck away for a minute, everyone <laughs> would say he does a good job. The package team does some of the best work known to me. Oh, like, yeah. Every time they do a, a video package that has a little bit of heart heart in it, killer, absolutely oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, and then sanity comes to the ring, and they're like, you know, what? we need five hundred fucking camera cuts. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it just bothers me because I'm like, look at the package you just did. The package is perfect. And then yeah, you did that. Why? And it hurts me inside. It makes me feel sad. But, I mean, the package was, was amazing to see. Um, and it's it's so weird, like, seeing, like, I mean, yeah, I know what they looked like before. But it's so weird, like, seeing how they've really grown together. And their their looks have drastically changed over the years. And. And it's just so interesting to see, like, yeah, they have been a part of each other's lives, Daniel Bryan's entire WWE career. Yeah. And it's kind of awesome. It really, really is. Awesome. It, it's funny just because they definitely had that Daniel Bryan interview recently, not WWE, like some interviewer. Uh, I forget who it was, so sorry. I don't know for actual credit. 
uh, but interviewed him and was like, oh, what an incredible story. Uh, like, do you, like I can see this being the main event of Mania. Like, do you think? And then Daniel Bryan stopped and was like, "Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you trust a WWE to write that good till Mania?" <laughs> and A, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Daniel Bryan, good job." Uh, B, I, I'm very intrigued if this is a Mania program that's just starting now. It is yeah. like that's a long ass time to wait. There's one of two things. This is a mania program starting right now. We're gonna, we're gonna get some, you know, them some distance maybe along the lines, but it's gonna result in a, in a rematch at Mania. Or the other option, this is them just rushing it out so that Daniel Bryan, when he lets his contract expire, they just they've been they're done with it. And oh God, I, I don't want that second option. I'm hoping it's not. I think all signs point to him being with the company. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's just so critical of their company that, which, like you just said, and where it makes it feel but like maybe if, if you remember, Dolph Ziggler was the same way a few years back, where he was just like, "Yeah, I don't really care," and everyone's like, "Yeah, he's gone," and then he signed like a five-year contract or something. Yeah, but that guy also was like in the was he definitely was like proud. I could guarantee Dolph Ziggler was sitting in his room, flipping a coin, going, "Am I going to resign? Who knows." Flip. The the thing I keep going back to with Debray is he now like things have changed. He has a family. Uh, he knows his injury history, and it's not like I hate to say it like this. Um, it's not like those things that WWE was worried about didn't happen. Like right. all of those concussions happened, the injuries happened. They were very very the memory real. loss, the seizures, like. It's all real stuff that happened to your body. All real things that happened to him. And I think a lot of people forget that because they're so focused on the fact that like, oh, he's cleared. He can wrestle. And it's like, no, they're taking precautions because they have such a, a such a sketched up fucking past about this stuff. But B, maybe are a little bit legit concerned about this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I mean, it bodes well for Daniel Bryan in a way to be in a program against Miz who is, and shown time and time again, as he says in the package, he is safe. He's never been injured. He's a safe wrestler. The reason why he's had such a long career without injury is because he knows how to wrestle well he, and in, in a safe manner. And he's not, I mean, he, he goes out and he does his job well, and he still has maintained injury-free, an injury-free career, which is hard to say for most for any of these guys. Yeah, and I mean, very definitely, we can argue at, at least wholesale way less risk. Like you, you take sure. a look back at Miz's history; definitely less risk involved with what he's. Oh doing. yeah, for sure. Um, but but there there are those moments where like he gets knocked out unconscious from Kofi Kingston, uh, or he you know has his his uh, teeth his chiclets fall out. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but my big thing going in is, with Daniel Bryan is just like, dude's got a family. He's got a, a beat up past 2k 19 just came out. He's, you know, obviously the, the marquee guy yeah. in the showcase mode that's returning. Uh, he makes money at WWE hand over fist with a half decent schedule. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't see him not signing again, yeah. but I mean, I could see this as a precaution just in case. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping this is a, hey, we do one now, we do one at the Rumble, and then we do the blow-off match at Mania. 
And let him... I, 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 that's my dream of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I want they... that. They deserve that stage. Yeah. When they announced SummerSlam, my big thing mentally was if we got one, one and one and had the blow off at Mania again, because I am greedy and wanted in New York. <laughs> uh, you bastard. Yeah. I don't care. Like that's a, that's a match. I legitimately want to say Like I'm angry. I did not get SummerSlam tickets because of this one match. Uh, sure. And very definitely the three-part retrospective, you know, going back to the list with number two, the three-part retrospective pushed it from a match that was on the card that was excited about to the marquee matchup of the entire thing. Um, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe didn't get this time. Uh, the only one that I would say has been getting close to the same package time has been Brock Roman. And right. that's a tale as old as time. Uh, we've seen sure. that match 500 times uh, in the but race. We'll, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but with this, it's something that people have been pining for for a while. And if, damned if I'm not the most excited for SummerSlam. Like, that's the one I'm tuning in for. There's a bunch of matches on there I'm excited about. But, whew, Ms. Daniel Bryan is far and beyond the marquee match for me on that night. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really excited and. Um, I'm, I'm excited about another match and we'll, we'll get to that as well, but, uh, <laughs> uh, which is interesting, but I'm very excited about this match. Very excited. Uh, before we get to number one, I think, you know, people are used I'm to sorry, it now. I'm sorry, but before we, before we got to continue on, congratulations to Miz and Maurice. Season two picked up. Miz and Season Mrs. two, I'm added for that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's perfection. Ms. and Mrs. already renewed. The season one's not even over yet. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, fucking watch it. It's incredible. It's so uh, funny. I, I love it. I think it's Ms. Great. comes off as the most like Ms. and Marie's come off as the most likable humans ever. They really do. They're and like they're his they're, his mother-in-law, her mom. She's hilarious too. It's it, it's a good combo. It honestly baffles me just because I watch like Total Divas or something, and not saying anyone's bad people, but it's like, like I'm not at all saying it's bad people, but it's not like super approachable. It's people living their lives and doing stuff, and it's like oh, okay, cool, like this is good. The normal dramas and such of everyday life. Miss and Maurice come off as like super likable in this show. Infuriating because. Well, I don't want to be enamored with them all the time. And I'm like, no, this is a, right. a perfect show. Well, the thing is, like, I will say that there is a different, definitely, of course, as you see, a different style between a, a reality show on USA versus a reality show on E. And E, it's definitely about the drama and the the, the heat that goes into the, the show. Um, whereas on USA, you get the Camargues and you get... Um, uh, Kristen knows best, and, and then you have Ms. and, uh, Ms. and Mrs. And they all have that same format where it's like you're about to, you're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to have fun with these people, and it's it's a good time. It really is. Uh, I super enjoy the shows. I love them. They're great. Uh, okay, so congrats to Ms. and Maurice for Ms. and Mrs. Season Two. Uh, we should move on to some dishonorable mentions. Yes, yes, the sure. great dishonorable mentions. Uh, Kevin, anything that you didn't like from Raw, SmackDown, or wrestling at all? You know, it's, uh, it, may not, it may not be fair as it's not something that happened this week. Uh, but 
uh, it still hurts my heart that we have to we have to hear a new song for for the B team. And I was really enjoying the the, the the first song that they gave them, and I do not like this one. Um, and and that, I guess that kind of coincides with an honorable mention with me, where where I feel that the B team were incredible on on Raw this week. They were so funny. They have the greatest comedic timing. But the dishonorable part about it is the song. It sucks. I love your insistence to add honorable mentions to a list of five things that are honorable. Because suck it. That's why. I want to talk about it. I like them. If they were were better, they would have made the list. No, B-Team's fantastic. I would agree. That song, oh, my God, it breaks my heart because it was like, oh, cool. They're treating B-Team as a serious team. This is a lovely change of pace. Uh, that they're not doing some weird comedy bit. Oh no, what's this new song? B team, B team, B team. They're they're Spirit Squad 2.0. It makes me. Yeah. At, at this point, they're just going to give them uh, Heath again, make Social Outcast too. Might as well. <laughs> Who was the fourth guy in Socast? Um. It was Heath. It was Curtis. It was uh, Bo. Oh, was man. it Brian now? Yeah, was it? No. Was it? No. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, for my dishonorable mention, I got a got a crazy one. Because there was a segment I, I didn't see Ooh, a lot of sorry. people talk about online. I, th- I think it was Adam Rose, wasn't it? It was Adam Rose. There's a yeah, reason okay. we forgot that. <laughs> uh, uh, my dishonorable mention, though, is the ending of SmackDown, which featured AJ talking no. about his family. Loved and it. Samoa, I loved it. Well, Samoa Joe comes out and he's like, I have a letter. And then he reads it and it ends out like it's from his wife or like AJ's daughter. AJ's wife. AJ's wife. The A who writes letters. Like it was such a weird segment because it was like, what, what the fuck is up, happening? Why, why would you be offended by this? Because <laughs> it was breaking. It was breaking AJ's heart. Know that his wife potentially wrote a letter that was saying that he hopes that she hopes that Joe wins the, the match. I have this letter that was written from a member of the WWE universe. Just kidding, it's your wife. Oh no! Everything. I guess earlier in the show, so early on in SmackDown, Paige approached Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe like was like, Paige was pretty much like Samoa Joe, don't do anything crazy. Samoa Joe was like, fuck you, I'm going to be crazy all the time. Wait for the end of the show. And I was like, ooh, Samoa Joe's going to do some weird shit. And the weird shit was self-writing a letter in the third person as AJ's wife. And it was very interesting. I I didn't love it. Dishonorable mention. That's I my. loved it. Because you're a fucking weirdo who eats bananas sideways. When Joe's just reads it, and then just walks away, and that's how the show ends. Was brilliant. I loved it. It's it's the SummerSlam go home, and he read I a letter. It. He read a fucking letter. Who's ever done that? Who's ever done that? That was awesome. Here's the thing. And for me, if he wanted to make that like better or funny, that would have been from one of AJ's kids. No, and be, I don't Perfect. know. I just I didn't like. Perfect. I wanted it to be from a kid and have a lot of spelling errors and be like, oh, who, what idiot sent this to me? Oh, it's your son. <laughs> like, how great would that have been? 
I, I like the idea of like, oh, somebody wrote this letter. Boom, it's a rife Rosa. <laughs> like, I, I like that. I don't know. It uh, tickled me. I actually laughed out loud when it when ended. I was like, that's amazing. Because it was such a weird fucking segment that made no sense. That's perfect. Oh, God. All right. De- you know what? Dishonorable mention for me. That's what it gets. You're my dishonorable mention this week. How about that? Good. You're mine. You are already mine for that pirate joke. Stay in the penalty box. That's what you get. Uh, but on to one. One, 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 one. one. Yeah. We need sound effects. I need to uh, If anyone has an idea about good sound effects that we can use for all the numbers that we use, let us know. Uh, but number one, weirdly enough, we're going to Raw. Who knew? <laughs> I I sure didn't want to admit that we were going to go to Raw for number one, but we are. We uh, are. And we're going to go with a, pretty much one of the bigger things from the week beforehand, which was uh, obviously Paul Heyman had his whole his Emmy winning or should be Emmy winning talk with Renee Young. And they ended it with the unless and he was like unless and then he walked away and everyone was really taken with that. Uh, cut to the, this past week on Raw. Uh, Roman's in the ring. Heyman comes out, offers Roman a Heyman contract of like, hey, your fucking dad and your grandfather taught me all these Samoan things. And like, I, I know the Samoan family and I, I get it. And he says some crazy Samoan phrases that like really hit Roman inside and is like, oh, my God, maybe I could use Heyman as a manager. <laughs> maybe Heyman could be my mouthpiece. And as he's reading the contract, Paul Heyman fucking pepper sprays him. And I laughed for five minutes. <laughs> I don't care how telegraphed it was. I don't care that you knew he was going to turn. Paul Heyman pepper spraying Roman. It's the funniest fucking thing I've seen in a while. Uh, I, li- I, li- I liked it a lot. I really was like, I even out- outside it. of it being silly. I enjoyed it for the for the story. I thought it was great storytelling. I loved every moment of it. I it thought was so every, good. Paul being out there, the way he was talking to Roman, the way he was putting the emphasis on everything, uh, him him doing the introduction where he's the advocate for his client Roman Reigns. And when he did the when he started you off with the fucking Roman fucking Cookie Monster on that one, what yes. what was that voice? I, I'm, I'm now I'm a guy from a day to remember. Sorry, Paul but, Heyman, but he's using one of those voice boxes. I. Anyways, okay, Paul so, Heyman. <laughs> doing impressions, Jesus. Anyways, so when he does that, if you notice, Roman kind of like gets startled, like he's like, "Ooh," gets a little chill, and well, it's someone sp- like. I know it's not pepper spray, but if someone sprays water into your eyes, you're going to be a little like... Not that part you do. From time out when, oh. he's, when he says his name about the introduction about him being his advocate, he, he does the whole introduction with Roman's name instead of well, Brock's. And like you see like Roman kind of like go, ooh. Well, like. well God, yeah, God bless the acting in that one just because uh, with that one, you could tell Roman was being sarcastic. I, I don't remember the phrase, but... You know, oh, there, I, don't, I don't even think when he, when he, when he looks like... He shook from that moment. It looked like he was like intrigued by it. Yeah, no, that was the thing was just when, so Paul Heyman essentially explains to Roman that like, Hey, like 
back in back in my teenage years, I rode with your dad and your grandfather and your brothers and like I rode with your family and they taught me stuff and they taught me stuff in Samoan because that was the way you learned. Uh, and then he says some Samoan phrase and Roman's like, oh, shit, you know that. Right, right. And it was very much like, a, fuck, OK, maybe you do know what you're talking about. And the way that they play it off is they set like a very like, I need to think about this now. And then he gets pepper sprayed, <laughs> which is great. And then the kicker part, um, they do a very great job the entire episode being like Brock's not here or they don't mention Brock at fucking all. Uh, so you have no reason to expect Brock is there because normally anytime anyone of note is on the show, uh, they will jerk you off for hours telling you that they exist. Right. Uh, and then uh, essentially, uh, what do you call it? Brock's music hits. Brock comes sauntering out. Fantastic. So good. And Brock just beats up on Roman. But Roman getting pepper sprayed. Easily my number one. You're uh, you're something else, man. Hey, I try. That's what I do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was uh I, I am excited for I'm actually I'm excited for that match. I'm excited for that match. I'm looking forward to seeing what everything from from the moment of Kevin Owens versus versus Braun and see what happens on the outcome of that to what happens between actually happens between Roman and, and Brock and Paul and then if if Paul, you know if Paul doesn't turn on Brock and and or Roman doesn't get crazy. Uh, are we going to see a cash in? There's so much that goes into this match. It's really exciting. I'm 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 excited for it. There's a lot of intrigue now, and I'm sure like some people are going to probably be like, "Hey, you didn't include Dean Ambrose on the list. You're right, we didn't. Like, nope, we didn't. Uh, I'm not like I'm excited about Seth and Dolph." But like I'm not like Dean coming back is great and I love it and I think that him being mini Triple H is fantastic now. <laughs> um, but it, like just this the way the past three weeks of build up it was a match everyone knew was coming and they were just pissed about and now it's like okay there's some intrigue and oh, it, yeah. I think part of it's actually looped around the fact that I'm half expecting and kind of want Brock to win now. Right, I mean, it's it's a weird thing. I don't, I don't know, man. It's that's the thing is like what's exciting about a match is not knowing the clear outcome. That's what's exciting, yeah. and and to think that you know, but then having something flip it on its head where you have no idea. That's what makes that's what makes wrestling fun. That's it doesn't matter if you if you've seen this match a bunch of times. It doesn't matter if you if you, how you feel about Roman Reigns. Or how you feel about Brock Lesnar? It's a fact that going into this match, everyone thought, "Oh, obviously Roman's going to win this finally." But now you just don't know. Now you don't know. And the funny part is, like, you're actually like, before this, you are like, "Okay, well, at least if Roman wins, the title will be back on Raw, and maybe someone else can get it." And now, uh, what I'm kind of hoping Brock has it and just isn't on TV again. <laughs> Ever again. I, I really love the idea of like everyone like jerking themselves off being like, oh, Roman can at least get the title back on TV. This will be fine. And them just keeping it on Brock as the biggest fuck you. That would <laughs> so excited for that. That would it's, be uh, I, please know if Brock wins this as well. I will laugh so amazingly hard. <laughs> um, 
Because, like, if Roman wins, I'm not excited. It's a very, okay, well, you did the thing. You're going to get a blow-off match probably at Survivor Series and whatever. But if... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's, it's, there's a, some... But it's also dependent on how he wins or what happens after he wins. There's just, just a lot yeah. that goes into this match. There's, yeah, what if Brock wins and it goes to Owens? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it. Honestly, that's the outcome I'm hoping. What's the outcome you're hoping for? Mine, mine is Owens wins and cashes in. That's me too. That's the same yeah. as well. I think that would be the best ending to SummerSlam uh, in the past few years. Yeah, uh, I, uh, so, I actually I agree. Actually, sends uh, like scratch that from the record. The SummerSlam where uh, Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Randy Orton. Incredible ending. <laughs> Oh, we're just like just gushing blood because I mean, Randy Orton's uh, pouring buckets of blood, and Ryan, Brock Lesnar is just fucking teeing off on him. And ever, Brock, Brock Lesnar has the sharpest elbows ever. And everyone just had to stand back and be like, "Is this a shoot? Like, is yeah. he fighting him? Is he gonna kill him? Because it ended He's with a TKO. A lot of blood. Like normally, Randy matches are like, okay, cool. Like here, we'll do this spot." And apparently Randy was cool with being like, yeah, TKO me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. Just a uh, fucking insane. And everyone was just kind of like, wait, he knocked out Orton. Is this because of like how much blood he was gushing? And it was like, that wasn't planned. Just right. Fantastic. Um, but the fervor after that match of just like, wait, was that it? Was that the thing? Loved it. <laughs> big, big fan. Who knows? Maybe but, we'll see it again. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, that's the thing. That's what makes wrestling fun. Yeah. You never knew. I'm excited for this uh, this list next week. SummerSlam list. It's going to be... I'm assuming top five is just going to be all takeover. And then Dishonorable Mention will be the fucking... <laughs> SummerSlam. The, the fact that, like, a really interesting matches got put on the pre-show. Yeah. Fact that Flow Rida is the theme song again. Cool for the summer should be every single summer's, not even just SummerSlam, yeah. every single summer's theme song. By the way, I'm working on, so I've been, I'll, it's not announcing it, I'm just saying I'm working on it just because I want to do something really dumb for the site. Uh, so I'm starting a breakdown and I'm going to personally rank every WWE pay per view theme song ever. Wow. It, I've already listed them out, and there's so many bad ones. I'm very yeah. excited. How it's many Flow Rider songs are there? Um, I believe the answer forever and always is too many. <laughs> um, that's, and that's, that's a good answer. Actually, if anything, I'm mainly pissed that Greenlight's only on there once. Because every, so every SummerSlam is cool for the summer. Every other pay-per-view is Greenlight. Wait, wait. Cool for the summer is good, though. Yeah, but that's SummerSlam. And then Greenlight will be every other pay-per-view. Because <laughs> yes. I want people to go insane. Yeah, like the, I mean, that'll do it. There is already, like, that Pavlov's dog response feeling of just hatred whenever that song plays and everyone's like, the fucking <laughs> Greenlight? I love Pitbull, but everyone hates Greenlight. It's so beautifully, universally hated. I love it. I feel like that's a good uh, way to end the show, just hating on Greenlight. Just hating, just just reminded me how much I hate it too. By the way, not hate. I'm not hating on Greenlight. I love it and want to hear it played more. That's me endorsing well, more plays of Greenlight. 
And that is James's dark thing for the day for the week. How is that a dark thing? Trust me, it's a dark thing. It's great. Uh, well, with that red light, green light, uh, we're ready to go. And uh, huh? it's a segue to leaving. How about that? Shut up. The podcast is over, Kevin. That's what you get for that pirate joke. Me doing a red light exit uh, prompt. Uh, that was good. Uh, good times. Kevin, uh, people are going to harass you online after this uh, for your bad takes with bananas. Uh, where should they do that at? You guys can find me at, at Kevin Gets Rad on Instagram, Twitter, cross platform, baby. And now, uh, Tap Sports Baseball 2018. It's a fun little game that keeps that WWE keeps on talking about. And I downloaded it and I like it. Uh, come play me you again. You endorse the weirdest shit. I just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game on it's an app. I don't know, it's every fun. other week. There's a different app. I, I downloaded this app that gives you coupons delivered by birds. <laughs> you can find me on that at Kevin Gets Rad. It's like the fuck. Where do you get these apps? Actually, well, I know this one was endorsed by WWE, right? But alas, James, where can people find you and tell you that you're dumb? Uh, the normal social media sites. Uh, at Chill Hartman. Just type that into the browser, and then I'm sure I'll be on something. Find me just, on whatever. Just, just tap. Just type it into Vimeo. Just go to Photo Bucket. Uh, go check out a Flickr account. A Who Tumblr. Knows? Maybe I have one. Maybe uh, I don't. Maybe you can create a Chill a Hartman Twitch. account if I haven't made it yet. There is a, a Chill Twitch Hartman account. Um, I need to start streaming more. This is how play some video games online for the people. They don't care. No one cares. I want to play games online with the people. That's what I want to do, mainly because my friends are horrible at Rocket League. Uh, And with that, we bid you adieu. Everyone, enjoy your week. Enjoy SummerSlam and especially enjoy TakeOver. We will catch you next week on Top 5. Au revoir. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. We're kicking off during March Madness. Cal's Kentucky Wildcats are in the hunt. So throughout the tournament, I'm going to call up my friend to ask about his wins, losses, and especially what he's telling his players in the locker room. You got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.